Welcome back to the Wildly Creative Women podcast. I am, of course, your host, Sarah Leighton, and I could not be more thrilled to have you back with me today because today we are going to talk all about how you can finally start to really take advantage of your imagination in order to boost your creativity. I'm so excited about today's episode because it's filled with some action-packed yet really simple little strategies that you can begin to work into your daily routine and your work routine in order to start to see some very real results. In fact, you might not even realize exactly where they're coming from at first because a lot of these things I'm going to ask you to do in order to really harness the power of your imagination today are very simple and in fact pretty pleasurable as well. So I hope you're ready to unleash your imagination on the world with me today. This is going to be so much fun. to the Wildly Creative Women podcast, your daily dose of inspiration, creativity prompts, affirmation, rare stories of transformation and triumph you won't hear anywhere else. And yes, even mini audio courses filled with actionable advice from yours truly that you can't get anywhere else in order to help you find your voice and embrace your wildly creative heart as a woman and as a business owner. If you have ever dreamed of scaling your business, build on your creations without sacrificing your personal life or your sanity, you have definitely come to the right place, sister. If you've ever questioned if now is the time to scale up or perhaps even step away from it all, you're definitely in the right place. If you've ever suffered from burnout and you need some place to go for a daily dose of just peace and sisterhood and stories that are just for you, well, yes, you're still in the right place. So grab a snack, something to take notes, hopefully grab a cozy corner where you can just relax and be with us and then get ready because now we're going to scale your passions with Serenity, sister, and grow together through the Wildly Creative Women podcast. So even though I have been working in executive leadership and ownership roles for the better part of my actually entire professional career, um, the truth is at the core of it, right? I'm a creative and the only reason I've ever been given some of the shots that I've been given or the positions is because of creative talent followed by hard work. Uh, Not necessarily, honestly, always because I had that executive leadership management knowledge or acumen, but if instinct is there, I believe that skill can really be taught. Um, And that's true for really anyone. So I encourage you when you're out there looking for different people to bring on as new members of your team as you continue to grow and scale with serenity, that you keep your eye out for the most 
talented people that are in alignment with your brand and your ideal client and the people that you're looking to serve more so than you're looking at skills that can be listed on a resume. Okay. Skills can be taught and honed and especially in your particular style, if that's the way you would prefer versus raw talent. Okay. And that is so much harder to come by. So as you're growing your teams, I just want to plant that little seed for you in the back of your mind. Moving forward, though, I also want to really hammer down on the idea that even if you do not identify as a creative the way that I do, if you don't think that you are very creative, or if you feel like there is some kind of immense block that's been there for so long, you can't even imagine how to break free from it. Like as though it's some talent maybe that you had at one time, but have simply lost or it's faded. I want to instill in you, you are creative, even if you can't see it right now. And in fact, you honestly, you can't fail to create that's such an important principle for all of you to really let sink in. You cannot fail to create. You created the life that you are living right now. That breath that's flowing in and out of your lungs, you're creating that. And even if you don't appreciate it, it doesn't make it any less true. But unless you've really tried to maximize your creativity, You've probably only been operating, honestly, at full throttle. Creativity really spreads into so many areas of our lives. We have the tendency to think of it only in association with arts, but creativity helps us with critical thinking, with problem solving, with honestly just getting through the tasks of day-to-day -day life with more simplicity, pleasure, deeper levels of stress management, and honestly, joy, right? So... Creativity is more cyclical and infiltrates way more areas of our life than we tend to think. And being able to access your imagination and then use it in order to find creative solutions, I promise you, will make life so much easier, more enjoyable, and also it will bring you such a greater sense of fulfillment. So let's talk about some different ways that you might be able to enhance your ability to access your imagination, okay? I hope you have that pen and paper ready, okay? And if not, make sure you just subscribe if you haven't already. Bookmark and save this episode so you can come back to it anytime that you want to make sure that you are fully taking advantage of all that your imagination and creativity has to offer you. In fact, you might want to build a sweet little daily routine or a new habit around this premise of really starting to tap into your imagination. Okay, I hope you're ready because here comes strategy number one. 
practice without distractions. Now, this is one of the things that held me back for so, so long. I grew up in a household where TVs were always on, music was always playing. Let's just say there was always noise of some level, right? And we were in an apartment, so there were neighbors above us and below us, and even at night, there was noise, right? So as an adult, I often always had the TV blaring, right? Or music in the background. And I had no idea how much this was actually holding me back. But what I wanna challenge you to do is to try to turn off that TV, even dim the lights. I use all ambient lighting in my office now. It's very rare that you will see like an actual lamp or anything turned on in here because that really helps to keep my brain in a state of mind that is much healthier for me to create, right? So have a seat somewhere, close your eyes, and allow your mind to wander, but don't fall asleep. Instead, I want you to try to steer your thoughts and then let them run wild, okay? And I want you to spend the majority of your time just letting your thoughts flow freely while just practice being an observer rather than a director. And for the first week at least that you want to really start to unlock that imagination, you've got to do this for at least 15 to 20 minutes per day. One of my favorite strategies for working in a new habit into my routine is to place it in front of something that is already a daily habit, such as brushing my hair or my teeth. So you might try doing this as well before you brush your teeth in the morning. Challenge yourself to practice this 15 to 20 minutes of meditative, thought-freeing, space. Just let your mind wander. Let your breath flow. Don't steer your thoughts. Let them run wild, right? And just practice being an observer instead of a director. I want you to use all of your senses, okay? So remember, you can do so much more than just see. You have the ability to hear, feel, smell. That's a huge one. And touch. Use all of these senses when you're utilizing your imagination and your imagination will feel stronger if you use this daily so do your best at least for the first week to three weeks to not skip a single day and you might even want to take uh, small notes in a journal you know me with the journals and the planners i'm obsessed but they really go such a long way in documenting our progress and helping us to see our own ability to be resilient to grow and to rely on our imagination even when we don't think we are doing so all right and here's another strategy this is a fun one. I want you to get out there and read something outrageous, or at least something that would be outrageous for you, okay? So this might be trying to read some kind of fictional book about aliens, or fire-breathing dragons, or maybe even time travel. 
So for me, this would be somewhat outrageous, I guess. I don't read a ton of science fiction unless it's a classic like Tolkien or uh, War of the Worlds, which I was forced to read in school, but then ended up wanting to read more as an adult. It's interesting. But this is all about um, just exposing yourself to new ideas, new concepts, new perspectives, new language and vocabulary. The more that you experience, the more your imagination will have to work with, okay? So think about it as if you were a painter, okay? By by reading these books and stepping outside of your normal comfort zone, what you're doing is just adding new colors and new paints and new brushes to your palette and to your uh, toolbox, right? So that's all this is, but it's actually, it's really important and really powerful because when you think about how far just one new color or new paintbrush can go for a single painter, wow, you know? So I really want to encourage you that if you've been struggling to work some more playtime into your daily routine, weekly routine, this might be a more comfortable first step. You might just make a trip to the library or to the bookstore, whatever helps to make this more fun for you and more exciting and a little easier for you to step into because I know you've got all that pressure about all of the things and all of the roles that you fill and all of the places you're supposed to be and people you're supposed to help. I get that. And that's exactly what you're doing by tapping into your imagination here. So I just want to give you full permission to get out there and try to indulge in a new unexpected type of media. This goes for movies too. Just branch out. You can only watch so many action or romantic comedies or whatever it is that you're used to. So try something new and bonus points for anything that will spark awe and wonder. Okay. Uh, let's also talk about how you can take up a creative hobby. So like I've talked about a little bit so far, I have been learning to paint this year and that has been so, so incredible for my creativity in all areas of my life. It's also been extremely cathartic and allowed me to learn how to create these little mini worlds that I can escape to at any time, similarly to the way I used to escape into books. Um, or honestly into a bottle when I was drinking. So I've really, really loved uh, just learning to explore this new medium, but you might also want to try something like sculpture or I don't know, play the accordion. It doesn't really matter. Uh, just try to pick up a new creative pursuit. Maybe it's writing a screenplay or drawing. Uh, I don't know. It really doesn't matter. Follow your heart's desire just to use the creative part of your brain, okay? And I also want to see you really start to learn how to allow yourself to explore more of your passions. And this isn't just your business, which should be based in your passion. Uh, if it's not, definitely reach out because I want to make sure that you are in alignment and not setting yourself up for any regrets here down the line. But I want to see you do something that you've always wanted to try, but haven't 
yet, something that you've been holding yourself back from because new mental states that can come from these activities can really increase your level of creativity in divine ways that you may never expect. So let's talk about how you can use your imagination in order to find some creative solutions like I was talking about before, okay? So the first way would be that it allows you to really set an intention. Now think of an intention as a short-term goal for an activity. We hear about this in yoga and meditation, all right? A lot, right? So so what are you trying to accomplish? with your imagination. Think about that. Okay. Find a solution for your uh, creativity that you can tie it to. So let's say there's been a problem that's really been nagging you for a really long time and you're having a hard time giving yourself permission to pursue your imagination in this way. If you tie it to an intention, like finding peace or a solution around that long-term problem, it'll allow you to stay focused. So, you know, maybe you'll find a solution for that relationship challenge that's been nagging you or figure out a way to finally earn more money or, you know, invent a workaround for your uh, coaching offer, say, that's been causing some issues that you can't understand, like why that issue keeps arising. It's important to have an objective for your imagination to focus on. And I want to remind you of that as well. If you are going to commit to yourself by investing in that new meditation strategy each day, this is definitely a good time for you to work on setting those intentions. All right. Now, a second strategy that you could use to allow your imagination to help you find new creative solutions would be to choose a method of addressing your imagination. So this can be turning off the lights and focusing on your intention. It could be to sleep on it. I cannot stress enough, although I will stress it often, the importance of sleep and not just sleep, but REM sleep for your creativity and your imagination. It could be just sitting at a clean table without anything else on with a pad of paper and write whatever comes to mind and then just let that happen for at least 30 minutes straight. Okay. It might mean asking yourself questions and then just listening to the answers. It might mean taking part in in an activity, right? That engages your mind but not completely. So this might be an activity like cleaning the house, which can also be cathartic for so many of us to see that process unfold and give us a sense of accomplishment. Might be taking a shower. Some some days taking a shower feels like a huge accomplishment. Let's be honest, right? Uh, Maybe it's mowing the lawn. I love to mow the lawn sometimes. Dan and I actually fight over it. Um, maybe it's just sitting down and listening to classical music. All of these activities can occupy a part of your mind, but also leave the remainder free to create new ideas and allow them to flow up to the surface. All right. Another strategy that you might want to try on for size is to act on what you discover. 
I want to issue a little caution here for my entrepreneurs that can't stop the non-stop flow uh, of ideas and then they get a little bit distracted because they hop from acting on one to the next. That's not so much what I'm trying to do here, <laughs> but I do want you to understand that creative solutions are worthless unless you act upon them. And organization and staying organized and having an organizational system around storing and implementing all of your ideas so that you can act on them at some point is really, really important. And we're going to spend time on that together as well really shortly. I'm actually in the process of putting together some video tutorials for you on that exact subject. So stay tuned. Make sure you are subscribed if you're not already so that you can get all of the deets on that. And of course, if you do not already belong, make sure that you are part of our Wildly Creative Women Facebook group uh, so that you can get first access to those video tutorials as well. All right. So just allow yourself to really just let these creative solutions come to the surface. And then once you do have a strategy in place for documenting and storing them, I want you to reward yourself for being creative by putting these ideas into action. Now, sorting your ideas is really important here because we do only have so much time. So when you do say have a 30 minute brainstorming session, and then you come up with say a list of 27 cool ideas, Take some time to now sort them, if that's even just five minutes, and then choose the really very best one and try and see if your imagination was correct. You'll really get into a much stronger practice around your creativity. And for all of you that have already learned to develop a practice around meditation, yoga, eating well, or working out, any kind of routine practice that's nourishing, I want you to think of developing these creativity practices in the exact same way. They are extraordinarily healthy for you, not just in business, but your overall mental health as well. And that, of course, bleeds into your physiological health, your self-esteem. We could go on forever. I'm going to let you go, but I just wanted to reinforce for you, sister, that our great creativity is one of the things that truly separates us from other forms of life, okay? Using your creativity effectively can truly help you to find better solutions to the challenges in your life, in your business, in your relationships, everywhere. And creativity can fade with age, but that's only because we typically fail to use it regularly and honor it the way that we should. Your ability to imagine, well, that's just one way to address your creativity. This was just one strategy and one I hope you will take seriously because it can bring tremendous joy and pleasure into your life. Instead of mindlessly staring out the window and daydreaming, you can direct your imagination to address specific issues in your life. And I can't wait to see how you start doing that today and every day moving forward. 
I hope that you've enjoyed this episode. It means so much to me that you have been here, and I hope you'll join us in that Wildly Creative Women Facebook group, not to member, not to mention the Wildly Creative Women Collective, our brand new membership site community, which houses all of the things that we need to learn, grow, and essentially scale with serenity. I love you so much for listening, sister. You have a wonderfully imaginative day. How do you feel, sister? Have you had any shifts? Don't forget, the conversation really continues and heats up inside the Wildly Creative Women Facebook group. And I would love to tackle any questions you have about today's show in there, alongside the growing sisterhood of Wildly Creative Women supporting one another and sharing their stories of triumph and tragedy through their creative pursuits. If you have taken anything at all out of today's episode, it would mean the world to me to have you subscribe, like, and share. I love you so much for being here, and I'll talk to you soon.